Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Suarez Darden, good morning to you. They're already waiting. They're tuning in, baby. They're tuning in. <laughs> good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.01 a.m. and you are listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We're here with a friend today. We are here with a friend of the show. 
he comes to us he hails from aurora but he is also a batavian he owned a shop in batavia for many many years he came with a cowboy hat iced coffee from duncan and he had a glazed donut as well this morning diesel is here everybody diesel good morning, good morning to you brother how By you the feeling way, i just called a hat <laughs> good morning if you're just tuning in we're the second largest city's first daily news podcast we're glad to see all of you good morning to all of our friends mr daniel barrero good morning to you sir just um just ret- um, retired from the city of Aurora, so big shout outs, big shouts out. Uh, oh, all of our friends are here. Greg, good morning to you. Everybody is here tuning in. It's a beautiful, blessed day, even though the rain is outside. That's all good. It's still a little rainy out, and then it won't be rainy, and then it'll be hot, and then it'll rain some more, and it might snow. We could get frogs or locusts. It, it's Illinois, man. It could be. It's Illinois. It could be, yeah. Um, so, Illinois. You didn't even think about it. If it started snowing, you'd be like, oh, I guess it's snowing right now selfies all that yeah that's that stuff would still be going on all right you guys so we've got some news to talk about today we've even got some aurora history that we're going to uncover uh we've got a great uh story from diesel that he's going to share with all of us mark hogan good morning to you sir tavern on broadway is open for everybody 24 north well broadway well worth it well worth it that is right you guys that is right all right, so first things first, we wanna talk about the Illinois Rental Protection Program. That portal has opened for tenants. It opened yesterday and it goes until the 18th of July and that will close then on midnight. Uh, this program provides up to $25,000 in rental assistance to tenants who are behind on their rent. Simple application process brought to us by IDA, the Illinois Housing Development Agency. Uh, so get to know our friends and community partners of the Neighbor Project and the Aurora FEC. They are here to help you. That information will continuously be shared here on our site. We'll make a post for that uh, rather about that for you guys a little bit later. The time is now 8.04 a.m. Then, Tenant, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, good morning. Uh, first things first in the news, a COVID-19 outbreak at a central Illinois summer camp has led to 85 cases of the virus among teens and adult staff and to other cases at a nearby conference. That's according to the IDPH, the Illinois Department of Public Health. The two outbreaks occurred in Schuler and Adams counties at the summer camp held in mid-June. The state health department said it was aware of only a handful of campers and staff who received vaccines. Masks were not required indoors and the camp was not checking vaccination status. Uh, This article, I'll put this in the chat for you guys so that you can continue reading this. Uh, Not good. Not good. Do you mean to tell me? Not good. They got a bunch of people together without masks. They didn't know if they were vaccinated. A few people had this. And then this happened. I that can, is, yeah. I, did, I don't know how that could have happened. <laughs> one kid just got mono with somebody. You know? Back in those days, right? Yeah. Oh, if you're just tuning in, good morning to you. Norma, good morning. Norma Peterson is here. Dear friend of the show, G-A-M-S. That stands for the Great American Morning Show. That is right. And that's what we aim to be. Maria Chirito, good morning to you as well. And we have a special guest, and we have a shout-out, as promised, for a special guest. Mr. Renee Cruz is here. Good morning to you, you awesome man, you. And um, Mr. Cruz actually received a wonderful, wonderful congratulations. Uh, Congratulations to Judge Cruz of the 16th Judicial Circuit. He was presented with the Kane County Bar Community Service Award. So shouts out to you, Judge Cruz. Shouts out to the Kane County Bar as well. Really good stuff. I've met him around town just casually. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He is. Great guy. Some yep. guys aren't. Yes, you know, that, that is that is true. Some people aren't cool. Guy. Renee Cruz right. is cool. I worked with uh, I at the Aurora Food Pantry. Mm-hmm. It was myself and a couple other volunteers. Um, Mr. Miranda mm-hmm. of the uh, of Keller Williams, mm-hmm. and we were boxing up food right next to uh, Judge Cruz and his wife. That mm-hmm. was awesome. All right, so reading a little bit from this, um, 16th Judicial Court, Circuit Court Judge 
Rene Cruz was recently presented with the award. He's the fourth judge from Kane County to receive the award, joining Chief Judge Clint Hull in 2011 and retired judges Judith Bronca in 2005 and Richard L. Larson in 1999. How about that? Uh, the Community Service Award is bestowed annually upon, quote, a well-rounded individual who, through actions, has shown a true understanding of and a caring attitude toward the community in which they reside. Oh, no. oh yeah. That's right. Judge Cruz, that's all you. All right. Digging it, right? Diesel, how you feeling this morning? You looking? That's a nice shirt, baby. You like this? Yeah. This this is from the back of the closet collection. Oh, is that where the members only is, right? That's what we got. (laughs) Oh man. So, um, before I get into more news, what is um, you now? CVM. Cyclevision Network. Cyclevision Network. Tell us about that. All your motorcycle racing, motorcycle uh, news, industry things. Check it out on Facebook and the web. Come out to the racetrack. Okay. What racetrack? Blackhawk Farms coming up here just over the border. Just under the border, I guess you'd say. It is on this side of the Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, Road America, there's an event out at Autobahn coming up down in Joliet. So you can come and... uh, Matter of fact, if you find my partner Kenny out there, he's, uh, he's buying one. Kenny is buying lunch, y'all. You heard it yep. here on Good Morning Aurora. Sorry, I heard it on the Good Morning Aurora. That's right. Kenny Abbott shouts out. Great interview. Great interview. All right. So before we get into the next part of the news, let me say hello to my dear friend, Karina Suarez, Darden of Presidential Cleaning Services, located here in town. Whether you are commercial or residential, they will get you limpio very fast at Presidential Cleaning services the time is now 808 a.m all right now we've told you guys and i will tell you again because i love you so much about jobs 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 and more jobs there are some great positions opening up uh get to those in just a moment but let me let you guys know about the community job fair wednesday july 7th at the prisco center 150 west Illinois. uh willinois i just west illinois hold on sip the coffee sip that coffee Ah, all right. 150 West Illinois Avenue. Uh, It'll be from 3 to 6 p.m. It's hosted by State Representative Barbara Hernandez. Individuals seeking employment are invited to learn more about job opportunities at approximately 15 businesses local to Aurora. On-site interviews will be available and resumes are recommended. Shouts out to the Office of State Representative Hernandez. If you or anyone you know is in need of work, this event is for them. You gonna be there? Are we gonna do a live uh, broadcast with Curtis? Maybe that's a good idea. Maybe we what should. It's a Wednesday. It'll be a Wednesday. Oh, no problem on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, July seventh. All right. Yeah. Now you know about the parade happening. Which one? The one here in town. For the Fourth of July. Yes. All right. We're gonna have one of those. We are. All right. Is there anything special we need to know about that, Curtis? Well, uh, what's special is is that it will be downtown, mm-hmm. uh, and then fireworks will be happening at River Edge mm-hmm. Park. Uh, everything's open to the public. Many of our community partners are going to mm-hmm. be having a good time out and about. Um, so yeah, where will you be? Not sure yet. I'll be somewhere out and about town. Okay. I'd say no one's booked me for any appointments or engagements. <laughs> no public things. But you know who will probably be out on the 4th of July doing things? Who's that? Greg over at uh, A Call to Shoulders. Greg at A Call to Shoulders. Good morning to you, Greg, of A Call to Shoulders with the convenient and also highly effective acronym of ACTS. Interestingly enough, he didn't mean for that to happen. He just called it a call to shoulders and it just became. That's how you get a good acronym. You think too much about the acronym, you want to be dumb name or something that doesn't make sense. All right, so more jobs, more jobs. Let's move on because I've got more stuff to tell you guys about. As we told you just yesterday, excuse me, the Aurora Police Department is hiring as well. They are looking for an executive secretary of the Police Office of Professional Standards and Training. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, I want one of my friends, somebody listening to sign up for this job. Somebody out there, you need to apply. Now, do you have to have police officer school to be that, or is that a civilian job? Uh, You know, let's see here. 
Under general direction, you perform highly responsible and confidential secretarial duties for the department's Office of Professional Standards and Training Division. The position requires a high school diploma or equivalent and three years previous clerical and or executive support experience. You must successfully pass a pre-hire uh, requirements, including but not limited to a physical drug screen and a background check. No, it does okay. not state that you have to have gone through the department Got it. to. Got it. I know some of those are go one way or the other. Right. Um, so this job is going to be put into the chat for you guys. Check that out right there. If you or someone you know is looking for employment, join the Aurora Police Department. What's up? I understand there might be some other jobs available at the Aurora Police Department. Uh, well, we don't have any on our radar. Did you know of any jobs I available? We're going to be looking for a new police chief, aren't we? Oh, that's right. We, uh, but you didn't mention that. Hold on a this. second. We can. Yeah. Hello, listen. Yeah. Breaking news. Well, here's the thing about that, because Deputy Chief, one would assume that mm -hmm. simply Deputy Chief Keith Cross would then assume right. the position of chief. But but that is true. Um, August, I don't remember the date. Uh, mm -hmm. Our current police chief, Kristen Zeman, mm -hmm. is uh, retiring. Right. She may be become she may become the police chief in Fort Myers, Florida. Is it? I saw the article about that. Um, but yeah, so that job may be opening up too. I just think this would be a great opportunity for everyone who sits around town and says, if I was the police chief, here's what I'd do. <laughs> so you right. folks just go ahead, run over the station, fill out an application for that job, and then uh, exactly. we'll see how you do. Exactly, yeah. Yep. That's a good, you know what, Diesel? That should be a reality show. I could do this, you know, if you're standing in line at Pep Boys or something oh, like that. Job. Wouldn't that be just great? Just grab the alternator. Like, right. Bill just said grab the alternator. Right. But let's see what grabbing the alternator really means. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Good morning to Victoria Hyla Maldonado. Yeah. That is right. She is here. Victoria is a dear friend of the show. Mm -hmm. She's a talented author. And she her recent work is Bartleby the Brave. Or no, excuse me. Tears of a Butterfly is the most recent work received a signed copy of that when she came on to the show mm -hmm. and she brought her two five-year-old children right. twins? no they're not twins okay. if twins was measured by energy mm -hmm. then they would be gotcha. but they are not twins it was the most insane morning show ever mm -hmm. it was hard man color between the lines right right you're trying you to be professional Dial eight six one nine oh, Mr. Curtis. Do you want to blah blah blah? That was it was pretty cool, man. We had a good time, good time. All right, how are you guys doing today? Let us know in the chat. Good morning to all of you great people out there. Let us know in the chat. Put a smiley face. Put an emoji. Oh, they are twins. I was completely wrong. My bad. My bad. My. I assume. My bad. Yeah. Right. The time is now eight fifteen. Uh, yeah. Let us know in the chat. How you guys are feeling? I mean, even though it's a little bit drizzly outside, what is it like in your spirit? Are you beaming sunshine on the inside? Or do we mirror the somber day? I think a lot of people enjoy some rain, but a day or two of that rain starts to get cold. It does. It does. <clears throat> a little bit. A little bit. Okay. So, imagine if you will. Oh, wait. Hold on, guys. You know what? I, I completely apologize because... Uh, I had not yet told you about the last piece of jobs news as well. Okay. I sent you the link for the uh, police department job. The next thing I got to tell you about is the Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley. They are hiring and they've got two positions that are open right now. Uh, the very first is the scholarship program manager. That'll be full time. And they have a part time opening for an administrative assistant. Uh, both of these positions are needed very much so by our friends at the uh, community foundation i'll hit you with the link for that you guys and see if you you know if you're looking for a career change this could be it or if you don't have one this could be it as well you heard it here first Phil. you heard it here first that is right and Unless when you, you do apply the internet, then you heard it <laughs> no they didn't those of you that are listening now heard it here first <laughs> oh man that is right that is right you guys that's right all right, cool, cool, cool. So uh, before we 
dig more into the mind of Diesel. And for a lot of us, that could be potentially scary. Uh, I'm going to tell you about one more thing. World Relief. World Relief are dear friends of ours, and we've done a lot of volunteer work with World Relief in the past. Uh, Waterford Place Cancer Resource Center, uh, they have an open position for a program coordinator, and that's at Rush Copley Medical Center in Aurora. It's a non-clinical professional position, uh, looking for first shift, 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. uh, weekends are not required, and it's not an on-call position, excuse me. Bilingual candidates are uh, strongly encouraged to apply. Let me hit you guys with the link for that one, too. The time is 878. What are you smiling at, Deesha? I'm having a good day, Curtis. What was that? Um, now, you were going to tell me about the radio. What was that story we started talking about before we got on the mic? Oh, we're talking about the acting. Acting, yeah. What you're was yeah? About the acting, Curtis. Is that so? We were talking about reaching out to some folks. And well, I asked about auditioning. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> a while back, the Riverfront Playhouse had posted that they had auditions. Right. They were right. open auditions, no experience necessary. And I'm like, I have that. Right. So, seeing as how I was absolutely qualified with no experience, <laughs> I went in there, and I saw some folks that met over the years. Said hello and this and that, and I recognized the playhouse. So the man directing the play starts talking, and I start reading for this part. Now I don't know what's going on at this point. I sit down, somebody hands me a piece of paper, and I start reading off of it. Right? Yep. You know, I was like second rock in the school play. Like, can I be a tree? No. <laughs> Get out of the way right. of the talented kids. Right. So anyhow, <clears throat> so we're there. Somehow or another, I managed to get this part. And now, what was the part? The part was of the, uh, the mad scientist in a uh, Halloween. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> I now have this part. I now have this script. And I now have to start Googling what to do, right? What? I've seen people do this. I've seen the high school play. I've been to the riverfront. I've been to the Paramount. How difficult can this be? Right. Folks, this is difficult. All right? But this isn't about my acting or my very, very short stage acting career, Curtis. That's not what we're talking about. In the process of this, I'd met some people. And some of the actors and, and staff there were pretty annoyed at the fact that I was in there not knowing that I was doing a whole month production. Right. This happens a lot with me, by the way. So in any case... Uh, one of the guys that I met there had been extremely cold. Curtis, what he got on the phone? Had been the people. Had been extremely people. cold the whole time, right? So I decided to show up to this play on opening day after I'd been replaced by someone a little bit more qualified. Okay, a lot more qualified. In any case, um, after the show, this one particular gentleman comes up and says, Hey, I'm glad you showed up to the show. He says, I was rooting for you the whole time, right? Right. He says, you know, it was, he came out here, you, you manned up, you stood on stage in front of everybody, you, you just couldn't pull it off, but, you know, appreciate the effort. I said, oh, okay, I didn't think this guy, you know, was so supportive. He says, really, he says, I had good feeling, right? So over time, you see the Facebook friends, you make Facebook friends, right? Right. Now, so this man's name is Dan Knopf, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if Dan's listening or not, great guy. So in any case... <laughs> You're familiar with horse talk, yeah. right, Curtis? Mm -hmm. Okay, horse talk is uh, relevant things about equine care and uh, just a bunch of general crap that comes out of my mouth about politics and religion and other things that aren't relevant to horses. Right. Number one fake uh, internet show on here. Okay. So in any case, I had reviewed a book. I had reviewed a book for a man in town in Lviv, if any you know about it. Make Earth Great Again, yes, that book? that book. I've reviewed that book. As a matter of fact, if you want, I can share the link to the review on Good Morning World. That's up to you. So in any case, basically this is me just panning my buddy. Right. All right? So flash forward. So this, this piece of footage exists. All right? Okay. Later on, as you tend to meet people through the Facebook connections, and you, you come across different people and you don't really necessarily pay attention. Mm -hmm. I see this book written by a man named Dan. Weinsfeld. Not enough. This is very important to the story. Okay. So, I have started liking this guy's book. I've never read the book. I'm not familiar with the book. Fiona's, Fiona's Guardian, I believe. I haven't read it yet, and Dan's put a lot of time and effort into promoting this book. This is the important part of the story. 
So I assume that Dan B, the author, is Dan A from the theater. Okay? Okay. So I offer to review this man's book after setting the clip of me screwing around and dogging this other interview. Right. Okay? He immediately says yes. I'd love to have you review my book. Now this is where it gets important. This is the first time I realized this is not a guy I know. This is a serious author out there in the world trying to make a living for himself and has written what is apparently a pretty good book. Did you read the book? No, I haven't read the book. Why not? Well, I haven't had time to read the book because I'm still amazed and I don't understand for a fact if this man knows what he's getting in this book review. This was the night I saw you in there and texted you from outside and took a picture of you. Yes. That night. Well, that was back prior ah, but my point is I've now offered to write a ridiculous parody review of a man's book and this man has no idea that that's what I do what did you learn from this experience oh double check the spelling of people's last name before you start screwing with them on the internet ah, the time is now 8.23 a.m. Uh, and you've never been selected again no Okay. there's a lot of things I haven't been selected again <laughs> Tia possibly the show Tia Dumdi, good morning to you. And Tracy Duran is here, y'all. Tracy Duran is in the house. Sip your coffee, eat your donuts, and get those biscuits and gravy hot and ready because we've got some more news for you guys. The time is now 8.23, and we've got Diesel here, a friend of our show, uh, yakking it up with us this morning. Okay. So now let's get into something creative. Let's right. get into something scientific. Okay, let's hear it. What do you guys want? Actually, I, let's do a poll. You guys want science or art? Let me know. Let me know in the chats. Time is now 24. Science or art? What would you like to hear? Do you want science or art? Because I could give you food, but I wanna I wanna enlighten you real quick. Uh, I think we're going to go with art. It looks like art. It looks like art is going to be it. All right. Imagine if you will. This is going to be funny, though. We don't have a drum roll button, but I will give you. Do you have a drum roll button, Kurt? Not yet. Not yet. But this qualifies as breaking news, so. All right, let's hear it. Science. All right. Check this out. This is going to be art and science. Hold on. We got a button for that. You have an art and science button, but not a drum. It was the... Because I asked them, I was like, do you guys want art or science? And they said art and science, but what I've got is both. So it was a rim shot moment. I don't think it was. Do the Sure. <sighs> That's okay, all right. All right. Imagine, if you will, art and science, physics and music. That's exactly what's taking place at Fermi National Accelerator Laboratory. Created just last year, the Guest Composer Program is an exciting initiative through the Fermilab Arts and Lecture Series. This unique initiative allows composers to interpret science through music. This year, Mr. David Biedenbender has been selected as 2021-2022 Guest Composer. Mr. Biedenbender is a professor of composition at Michigan State University. His 2016 work, Flux, was to sonify the concept known as Rate of Flow. In 2017, he then composed Cyclotron, an impressive wind ensemble piece. Its inspiration came from MSU's Particle Accelerator at the National Superconducting Cyclotron Laboratory. Stay tuned for the date. Get to know more about the arts and lecture series at Fermilab. I'll be sending you the link in like two minutes. That'll be enlightening and fun. Diesel. Don't pet the buffalo. Don't pet the buffalo. They don't want you petting the buffalo. Don't. Do not pet the buffalo. Don't. All right. Norma tuning in on YouTube. Hey, we like that. Yeah. Now, you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel, right? I just became a top fan just right now. You did? It just came up. Oh, hey, good. You got your badge. Right. You got your badge. I hope you guys get your top fan badges as well. Shouts out to everybody. Jennifer Ryan Maiton, good morning to you as well, dear friend. The time is 826 AM. 
Look, let me tell you something. Are you, but you didn't answer the question, though. Are you subscribed to the YouTube channel? No. Subscribe, Live radio subscribe to it. Okay. What the hell are you doing? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure How out. How can here. you be? You, I thought you was my boy. I apparently am, Curtis. <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Like, hey, man, come on in. Well, subscribe to the channel, man. All right, so listen. Let's move on. Got some more news for you guys. It is a heavy, heavy, heavy news day, but let's do this. Let's do it right now. Okay. So. Next thing's next. Save the date, August 10th, which is a Tuesday this year. The annual triad picnic for seniors is going down. Phillips Park Pavilion, 1000 Ray Moses Drive. The cost is a whopping $3. Many of our friends and community partners are behind this awesome effort. Uh, Southeast Kane County Triad, Fox Valley Park District, Sheriff's Department of Kane County, Ron Hain, what up? Judy Dawson, what's good? Aurora Township. I don't know anybody on there I can shout out. Who do we know on Township? Charlie. Charlie's driving around measuring your buildings. Yeah. Uh, what is Charlie? That's right. He's just a good guy. Charlie, shouts out. Probably sipping his coffee right now in Treadwell in the back corner, reading his paper like he typically does yes. every single morning. Yes. Uh, and senior ambassador. He is word up, word up. Um, senior services associates, seniors can register online or in person at any Fox Valley community center by August 1st, Mm -hmm. uh, to register online, use code one, one, two, zero, zero, seven dash zero one. That code again is one, one, two, zero, zero, seven dash zero one. Register by phone with senior services associates incorporated at six, three, zero. Eight nine seven four zero three five. Shouts out to all of our wonderful dear friends and community partners. All right, summer meals for Aurora youth continue to go on, and it's going on until August sixth. You can pick up free breakfast and lunch for all children eighteen and younger. Meals on the move Monday through Friday. One breakfast and one lunch per child each day, and two of each on Fridays. Awesome. Uh, brought to us by the Northern Illinois Food Bank and the Dunham Foundation. No cost, no registration, no ID is required. Drive through or walk up and children do not need to be present. Awesome. Um, so Monday, Wednesday and Fridays, there's a schedule on Tuesday and Thursdays, which I will give you guys the Monday through Friday daily schedule from 1130 a.m. to 1230 p.m. is at Martin Luther King Park, 42 North Farnsworth Avenue. 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Blackhawk Park, Galena and Blackhawk Drive, Blackhawk Drive, excuse me. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. to 11, Phillips Park Visitor Center, and 2.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. New Haven Park, 569 New Haven Avenue. Uh, the schedule for Tuesdays and Thursdays, three breakfasts and three lunch per child each day. 10 a.m. to 11, Lincoln Park, 259 South Russell Avenue, and McCarty Park, 2.30 to 3.30 p.m. That's on our, our my side of town. Right on. Hey, how about that? Very cool. Mm-hmm. Not bad. All right, Diesel. So, now, so you're a guy, you grew up here. Yes. But you worked in Batavia yes. for a long time. Mm-hmm. You had a motorcycle shop. Yeah. You brought the motorcycle shop back to Aurora. No, not necessarily. No? I just happen to be doing my own thing now. Okay. Close that, that entity. What is it about riding motorcycles that you like? Curtis, it's awesome. I just can't put it another way. Any bike riders in the chat? Let us know if you guys are bike riders. Let us know. Uh, but what is it, Diesel? There's... I, I, Curtis, I don't know. You gotta know. I, I wish I could describe the feeling. It's just a good... It's a good feeling. It's a, once it happens to you, it gets in your soul, and that's, that's it. I saw, I mean, it's a, maybe motorcycles are addicted to me. I don't know. Hmm. You know? Um, there's a little bit of fear of danger up there. No matter how casual you get, you realize that you're a pair of Levi's away from the car. Right. Guys, anyone else has ever done this, just maybe you can help Curtis answer. 
We need to put you on a bike, Curtis. Well. I'm an outside. Yeah, I'm on the uh, I'm on the outside looking in, but I am fascinated because I I do know that motorcyclists are a community. Uh, the the, the bikers. And you know, it's it's funny, Curtis, because you've had other guests on, and you've met me, and you talked to Kenny in the racetrack. There is still that bond, no matter how far offsides the people from the motorcycle world seem to be. Mm-hmm. Still that common bond. Right. And it's the machinery, and, but you know, you meet people that aren't into the bikes. Sometimes you meet a guy, he doesn't even necessarily know what year his bike is. Or he just knows he wanted a motorcycle. Right. Did have one guy, his name was Alan. Never forget this. Sitting in the shop one day, and this kid comes in, he's got long hair, he works at Fermilab, or at least he did at the time. And he came in and he said he wanted a motorcycle and didn't know exactly what he wanted. And wasn't sure how to ride a motorcycle. And I asked him, probably in his early 20s, I said, what the, why do you want a bike? Because, you know, I see guys on bikes, and they look happy, and they look like they got hmm. I said, what? He says, I work at Fermilab. He says, I was an accelerated student. He said, successful. He says, but I just never felt like that. I just never had that confident feeling good about the world, got my shit together feeling. Right. He said, I think a bike will cure that. I said, son, you're going to get hurt. Maybe hang around for a while and we go from there. You'll suit your eye. Yeah. Out. Yeah. But the reality, um, that it's, it's the thing, you know, it, today, Curtis, you're driving down the road and you see the guy and, you know, it's pouring rain and he's soaked in the rain and you're sitting there and you look over and you're like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Even on the crappiest day of his thing you mm-hmm. still you get it i feel it um norma says it's such freedom and tracy says that she rode on a harley back in the day with some friends in florida it was such a neat feeling especially with the summer air it's a free feeling very cool very cool yeah my dad had a harley when i was a kid uh and i only rode on the back of it like a couple times and then i remember i went uh hanging out with some friends rode a, on the back of a bike uh in san diego mm-hmm. I was scared crapless. Right. I was terrified to be on the back of that bike. It was like, seriously, it was, it was very frightening. Um, but, you know, I, I get it, though. I get the freedom. I get the ability to let loose, go somewhere. And there is a, there is a passion and freedom and danger. There's a little bit. There's a, there's a liberation. There the is. first time, I was recently talking about the first three, okay? The first three? The first three, and anyone who's ever been on a bike commuting on a regular basis knows that there's three things <clears throat> that are going to happen where you really feel like you got your groove on. Somebody's going to pull out of you at an intersection. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to swerve into your lane, and somebody's going to hit their brakes too. Not always the same. Sometimes it's a deer running across the street. You wake up in the morning before you had your coffee. There's usually about three instances, and those of you who have done this for a while, now that I'm saying it, are going to think about it, that get your attention before you really got your game on. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah. if there's a Navy thing that's third side, <laughs> but it is. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but it is. Sometimes, you know, if you're riding a motorcycle, watch for cars. Right. You know, everybody wants to put a watch for motorcycle stick on, and it's very important. If you're on a bike, you're, you're responsible for it. Right. Motorcycles are not inherently dangerous, but they're inherently unforgiving. Words of wisdom. Never um, mind, I saw that on a meme. But nonetheless, it's pretty accurate. So we've got some... More breaking news. And this is from a dear friend of ours, letting us know about some good Americana that's taking place. Um, did I tell you that they got movies coming to the fire museum? The, the uh, movie association that Jeannie runs, or is it a different organization? Uh, I don't know the uh, Aurora Film Society. Yes. Um. All right. Great so movies. Yeah. So Great starting movies. starting next Thursday is movies at the museum. Mm-hmm. The first movie will be Bringing Up Baby, starring Katherine Hepburn and Cary Grant. Old school. You're not going to see Jurassic Park there, guys. You're going to see good films picked by film. Um. 
outdoor summer movie series at Aurora Regional Fire Museum is July. Uh, free movies in downtown. July 8th is Bringing Up Baby. The 15th is Iron Giant. The 22nd, Aquila and the Bee. And uh, the 29th, Smoke Signals. Smoke Signals. Who is in that? That sounds familiar. Anyway, movies are shown outdoors in the rear parking lot at the Fire Museum, 53 North Broadway, and movies will start at 8 p.m. Bring your own cheers. No seating will be provided. Food and refreshments will be available for sale. Socially distanced seating areas will be available starting at 7 and are first come, first serve. No pets, no smoking, including vape pens. The event is sponsored by Aurora Downtown in conjunction with the Aurora Film Society. Film rights are courtesy of Criterion and Swank. Very cool. The time is 8.37 a.m. Ben says safety third, if you catch that reference. Very cool. All right, so now, um, well, Tracy also tells us that back in the 80s, her friend Stacy's dad would give her a ride to school at Gates. It was always neat to see them pull up. Yeah, she was the cool girl. Vroom. Oh, man, what? Hell yeah. Um, okay, before we get into the next part of the news, um, fireworks are going to be happening at Riverbridge Park. There is going to be a lot going on downtown, you guys. Um, I want you guys to take some pics and check out what's going on locally in the downtown area see some of these new businesses that are coming up and take some pictures and feel free to share them with us you guys we'd really appreciate that Curtis, i thought you meant locally as far as people's backyard fireworks show no 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 no, no. i don't think we'll ever have a fourth of july like we had last year well it was crazy with the illegal fireworks it was it was the thing that made it so crazy was the fact that, and I, I believe, like, the mayor came out and said, and I think the police chief, right? They came out and said, no fireworks. Do not do fireworks. Now, this right. was during COVID. Right. So people are locked up. And the only thing they can get that's still open is the liquor store. Right. School is closed. Mm -hmm. The world's closed. And you're telling people not to shoot off fireworks? There was more fireworks than there ever was. You know, it's, those ads are always funny. They're like, liquor and fireworks don't mix. Oh, no, no, they mix incredibly well. Yeah. There's nothing that goes with liquor yeah. like fireworks. But I, I do believe that if, if they had, if the administration, rather, mm -hmm. if the administration had not actively said, do not shoot off fireworks, they never would have. There would not somebody would shut off fireworks, sure. Well, of course. But there would not have been the cascade of dueling presentations. Do you think that some of that was a little bit more rebellion, a little bit more? Eighty percent of it was rebellion. Okay. okay. Eighty percent of it was rebellion. In fact, it started early too. Mm-hmm. It the you light. It crazy was crazy. Kaplan guy bought a new truck. It was crazy. Um, it was still light out. Mm-hmm. When the when it all started, oh yeah, and there were just I mean it was great, and it was kind of surreal because everything was empty. Yeah, and the streets were still empty. Yep, yeah. Um, but so you know what we seem to gotten around that people are being nice to each other again. People are waving at each other. Doors are filling up. Well, they have to. It's a whole different thing. Right. All right. Fourth of July weekend. Fireworks will be on Friday, the second, at nine fifteen p.m. Bring the family to River Edge Park or McCullough Park as early as 7 for fun, music, and dancing. The parade is going to be Sunday, which is the 4th of July, 10 a.m., Harder Downtown. The reviewing stand will be on Downer Place, but pick your favorite spot along the parade route to watch for, excuse me, to watch patriotic and energetic parade units. Very, very cool, y'all. I'm going to put the link in the chat for you guys so that you can check this out. The time is 8.41 a.m. And I'll, I will tell you this. Be on the lookout for the Second Largest City's First Daily News podcast on the 4th. Riding a horse in the parade? No. A brother will not be riding no horses in the parade. Okay. Shout out to the mayor. That's where that reference is from. Well, the mayor. Riding a horse in the parade. The mayor was on a horse. I can't think of what parade that was. Two years ago? Christmas. No, it wasn't Christmas. Wasn't it Christmas? No, it wasn't Christmas. I got footage of the mayor riding that it horse. The, the one in Thanksgiving? Did you have a no. parade in November? No, it was a, I think it was the 4th of July parade. Okay. 
But um, yes, the mayor was on a horse. That was an interesting sight. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I wonder, like, did he? He's got some equine experience, I believe. I don't think that was his first rodeo. It did not look like it was his first rodeo. Right. That's funny how that's an actual term mm-hmm. that fits right it now. Is, actually. All right. The time is eight forty-two. Smoke Signals is an awesome movie. The actors are all Native American. It was the first time I heard of fry bread and have made it since. I thought you were talking about up smoke. It seemed like an odd play for the film society, but you never know. Well, it did. That's why the name is Smoke Signals and not Up and Smoke. You're of that age where you start getting movie titles confused and add asses to the store names. I see. Okay, let's move on with the news. Right on. All right. Our friends of the Aurora Rapid Response Team, educate, advocate, investigate. Community learning space, know your rights training. That's going to be on July 10th, uh, 1030 to 1130 a.m. Registration is required for that. We posted the link for you guys yesterday. I will make sure that you guys get that link. Victoria Hallamaldonado likes smoke signals. I don't know anything about it. I guess I got to check that out. Also, don't forget, Grief Outdoors, Family Forest Days, the very last date is coming up. That date's going to be August 21st. It'll be from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Campton Forest Preserve. We were just talking about Campton. We were. Uh, Family Forest Days is brought to us by the Fox Valley Hands of Hope. The program brings together families who are coping with loss for a day of fun, hope, and healing. With trained volunteers, clinical staff, and the natural resources in Kane County's own backyard, Family Forest Days offers a chance to honor lost loved ones and receive compassionate support while making new memories together. Shouts out to our friends of Fox Valley Hands Hope. Okay. Uh, Youth Fishing Derby. Don't forget, Saturday, July 10th at Jericho Lake in Aurora. Fishing poles will be available if needed. Food, prizes, and fishing, all skill levels are welcome. Uh, this event's brought to us by the Fox Valley Park District and many great sponsors. Please share the information I'm about to give you and come on out for some fun. You fish? I fished a lot as a child. Don't fish so much. Anymore. Why not? I don't know. Where'd don't you know. go fishing at? <clears throat> Most of the time I spent fishing was right there on the Illinois Ave Bridge, right on the Little Island. Mitty's Bait Shop, which I'm sure Tracy Duran knows Mitty's Bait Shop. Um, go there, Dad get off work at the fire department. Mm-hmm. You'd go sit there and uh, fish all day. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so the link is in the chat for you guys to check out. Uh, last thing that we are going to talk about today, the time is 8.44 a.m. Um, so I told you guys just, just yesterday about the tragic shooting that took place in St. Charles. Well, the uh, police have arrested a suspect and that individual is in custody right now. Um, Shouts out to the police for catching him so quickly. Uh, The shooting happened Sunday at two o'clock in the morning and by yesterday the suspect was apprehended. Um, I'm going to read a little bit from the article for you guys to check out. This was in downtown St. Charles. Quite tragic and very, very close to us. All right. An Aurora man is in connection uh, with the fatal shooting outside a St. Charles nightclub. Uh, The 22-year-old gentleman's from the 1900 block of Bayview Lane, charged with murder, attempted murder, and aggravated battery with a firearm outside of Trilogy nightclub. Um, This is according to the Kane County State's Attorney's Office. Prosecutors said that the gentleman approached another outside 2 a.m. and is accused of firing multiple shots from the handgun. Uh, I'm going to put the link to this article in the chat so that you guys can continue to read about this at your leisure. Um, You know, I have to say that the thing that disturbs me the most when reading that is the age of 22 years, 22 old, years old. Going away for ever mm-hmm. after that. What do you think about law enforcement here in the county? Mm-hmm. We know the state's attorney. Mm-hmm. She's oh, an yeah, awesome person who does right. a good job. I'm happy. She's got a tough job. She's got a tough job. Being held up, she's doing what she said she was 
She is. She is. Which is where I was going with that. Because the last time you and I sat and talked about anything related to this was when uh, Jamie was running. Mm-hmm. We were both supporters. Right. I'm glad to see that she's kicking butt and taking names that mm-hmm. quick. So the age of the offender really bothers me to be 22 years old. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just kind of upset because like tired of young people slipping through the cracks. What we have here in my opinion depending on the motorcycle guy who is talking somebody's got a law degree. Sure. Talk louder. <clears throat> the there's a huge difference between this offense and someone who got caught with a bag of pot. Right. Or even somebody who got in a fight in a bar and maybe beat somebody up too bad or might even crack. I don't know the people involved. I don't know this and that. But at 22, taking a gun into a bar and shooting somebody in particular, you're into some mischief. Right. So I don't know what my opinion on loving out. Right. Um, I'm glad that the suspect was caught. So shouts out to the King County uh, State's Attorney. All right. So before we get out of here, let's do one more quick deep dive into something that is very important for you guys. Uh, I'm going to give a brief shout out to our friends at the Aurora Public Library. Mm -hmm. The Aurora Public Library has been doing things uh, virtually Mm -hmm. that have been fantastic since the pandemic began. They had a consistent list of, uh, excuse me, consistent lists of great events Mm -hmm. taking place and they have not stopped. Uh, you, we know about the bookmobile. I'm going to give you guys the schedule, which is up until the 14th of August. Mondays, they will be at Arrowwood Park, Colorado Avenue and Commonwealth uh, for outdoor story time, 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. Tuesdays at Brook Elementary, 2700 Stonebridge Boulevard from 9 to 11 a.m. And Alden Gardens, 1955 Randy Drive, 1 to 2 p.m. The bookmobile. The bookmobile. How cool is the bookmobile? Word up. Shout out to the bookmobile. Remember bookmobile when you were a kid? You know... I do not. Okay. Did they not have a bookmobile where you were at? You just don't they did it? not. How much different would your life have been if they did? You know, I don't. That's a tough question to answer because I was. Neighbor's life have been? I was. Well, I was consistently seeking information, mm-hmm. so I, I would have got it anyway. Right. But I wish that there was a bookmobile around when I was a kid. Mm hmm. It's a thing. I don't know. It is. When they have the Save the Bookmobile drive, let's not like it get that. It let's is. Let's just make sure that program's supported for it. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you something that Mm-mm. they also didn't have when I was a kid, which made a huge impact on my life, like now, that you, like canvassing. Mm-hmm. You know, state representatives in their yeah. office, they go out. I never saw, there was never people camp knocking on the door, mm-hmm. asking Yo, we got this seminar for that. I never saw any of that. Right. Thought that was pretty interesting. Anyway, let me continue. Wednesdays, there's new stops for the bookmobile that includes Senior Services Associates, 2111 Plum Street in Aurora from 9 to 10 a.m. And the Cubby at Fox Valley Apartments, 2160 Walcott Road. Uh, outdoor story time there is from 1 to 2 p.m. Thursdays, they're at St. Paul Lutheran Church and School, 85 South Constitution Drive, and Church Road in Edison, in Edison Excuse me, 2 to 3 p.m. Fridays, the new stop for the bookmobile is, drum roll please, Frisco Community Center, 150 West Illinois Avenue from 1 to 2 p.m. Shouts out to the Royal Public Library and... The bookmobile. The time is now 8.51 a.m. Diesel, before we go, what, in your opinion, do our dear friends and listeners need to keep in mind today? You know, Curtis, it's funny because I don't think that our friends and listeners need to keep much in mind. 
Hmm. For the people that aren't our friends and listeners, <laughs> be nice to everybody. Be nice to the folks you see downtown. It's raining today. Maybe you're the guy that drives by and uh, that guy's probably got a Lamborghini and a million dollar home. That guy's probably living underneath it. Maybe today's a good day to throw him a few bucks. Maybe these uh, raincoats are cheap. You know, just be nice. If a guy's out and panhandling or whatever you want to call it, however he got there, whatever he does when he's not near eyesight or your judgment zone, it's raining, man. Just be nice to be. Oh, I wanted to thank oh, you. Oh, Hessel what? House, by the way. Yes, they, they need water. They need, they need wa- water. They yeah. They needed like the one ounce shower bottles, uh, soap and stuff. That's right. That was on their post. Today, who doesn't want to pick their dry socks? Right. So you're driving around today, you got nothing going on, go pick up, go buy 200 pairs of socks. I know that's a little lofty, but maybe you and your neighbors get together or somebody does something. Just make it a little easier. Man. It's tough out there. I totally agree. Um, also, I wanted to thank you, Diesel, very much. Um, Diesel gifted our new Navy flag to the show. That flag is proudly displayed in our other studio. Um, so, shouts out to Diesel here. Thank you very, very. Yay! Yeah. Hey, speaking of this, Chris, how was that um, Good Morning Aurora Journalism? That went great. It went great. It went absolutely wonderful. And we did a great interview with that as well. Perfect. Um, so, and I would encourage anybody to watch that wonderful interview mm-hmm. uh, with our youngsters in conjunction with our partners of the Rotary Club on our YouTube page. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, all right. So, Tracy says, it's always great to hear Diesel. Hope to meet him sometime soon. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Yeah, Diesel is a good... Person and Norma says, Thank you for the reminder to be kind, Diesel. Shouts out. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you guys some food. I love you all very much, so I'm going to give you guys some food news that's going to be happening and taking place. And anything I tell you about that's food related is definitely going to be yummy. All right, get ready for some upcoming stuff at McCarty Mills. Pollyanna Brewing and uh, Smash Burger was there recently. There's going to be some more pop-ups coming and taking place at McCarty Mills. Uh, so get ready for that. I think that they've got a great menu online for the 4th. Um, still looking for that information. But there's summer hours. This is important. Summer hours are as follows, guys. Tomorrow, they're open from noon to 6 p.m. Thursdays, noon to 9 p.m. Fridays, noon to 10 p.m. Saturdays, noon to 10 p.m. And Sundays, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Shouts out to our friends of McCarty Mills What's and the Soto family. My favorite thing? Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing at McCarty Mills is... That's a good question. There's a beer called... I don't... I can't remember the name. I think it's Liquid Love Brewing Company is a beer I like over there. But also their uh, beer mosas on Sunday and pizza is good. Yep. All right. That is it for the day, you guys. It's 8.55 a.m. And we are now going to get to work. It is extremely dark outside. and It's still rainy, but we're coming to you live from the downtown part of the second largest city. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to the show. We appreciate all of you. Have a blessed wonderful safe and positive day out there and we will see you back here tomorrow morning for guess what buenos dias aurora Aurora, the second largest city's first bilingual news podcast you guys have a that show with you someday huh i hope to do that show with you someday do you know spanish all right well you can do it with us and we will uh we will teach you all right we'll teach you spanish all right you guys have a blessed Wonderful day. We'll see you back tomorrow. Peace out.